There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans. I'm Tennessean sports columnist Gentry Estes, joined by Titans beat writer Ben Arthur. What's going on, everyone? Ben and I are going to be previewing this weekend's game. The Titans headed to Pittsburgh in a game that, quite honestly, looked a lot tougher when the schedule first came out than it probably looks now given what the Steelers are dealing with. But still, you're going to Pittsburgh in December. That's not going to be easy. Entering a four-game stretch at the end of the season, still a lot to play for, uh, Ben. And how do you view this team coming off a 20 to nothing win over the Jaguars that, while easy, was certainly needed? Yeah, I think, well, I, I think first of all, you just have to look at health. I think this is a team that is slowly starting to, to get healthy. They're obviously still not there yet right Derrick Henry's still on IR with that foot injury we're not clear what when exactly he, he's going to make his return but but there is a good chance that he will be back AJ Brown is still out um you know other key guys are out but you have seen guys return we saw Julio come back uh against the the Jaguars Bud Dupree um who, who I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about in 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 a little bit you know he he was designated to return to practice this week and then I think when you look at that shutout of the Jaguars, uh, a big reason why they looked so great, you know, getting that first home shutout in 20 years was because of improving health. Um, and, it, and and I think it started with, with the turnovers, right? Season high four turnovers, two of them by the inside linebackers. There's been so much talk about how the injuries have impacted uh, the, the skill positions on offense with Derek and AJ, you know, the running backs and, and receivers, but the inside linebacker room has been hit pretty hard as well. But before the Jacksonville game, Rashawn Evans had missed five straight. Uh, David Long is about to miss his fourth straight. Um, Monty Rice, their third round rookie out of Georgia, he's on injured reserve. Uh, they got Rashawn back and he really had like the game of his life uh, against the Jaguars, had, uh, you know, a big tackle for loss and and really kicked off the the takeaway surge in the game with with uh, with an interception. Uh, Jayon Brown, another one of their inside linebackers who's been battling a quad injury for weeks. Uh, you know he showed up big um, in that game as well with the second interception. Um, and and Pete and uh, Pete, I was going to say Pete Carroll. I, I, I thought I was still coming to the Seahawks for a second. Uh, Mike Vrabel after the game had. Uh, spoke about how he really noticed how the, the speed um, of the defense guys flying around was was kind of back. It, it was kind of an issue uh, going into the bye. It seemed like guys weren't maybe playing as fast, you know, in, in Vrabel's eyes. Um, he, he really spoke to kind of the speed and, and the energy guys were playing with. And I think a big part of that is them just simply getting a little bit healthier um, day by day and uh, and with with Bud, you know, with, with a chance uh, to play this week in 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 Pittsburgh, it's another one of the dominoes that's falling um, in in the Titans favor. Yeah, it was a it was a good win, obviously. I mean, I think they were playing a team in Jacksonville that quite honestly looked as though it had something better to do than be out there playing a football game on Sunday afternoon. That was not a that was not a motivated group. 
And obviously, I think it had to do a lot with their coach, is Urban Meyer, as we sit here. Ex coach, we should say. Ex coach, yes. As we sit here on Thursday, Urban Meyer being fired last night and in what really, honestly, had become an inevitable conclusion to a terrible situation in Jacksonville. The Titans just happened to to catch that team right at the end of that. And, you know, look, I I think these teams could play 100 times and the Titans would win all 100. I, I just feel like the Jaguars are done. And, but, you know, you give the Titans credit that. They didn't do what they did against the Texans, which is mess around for a while, let the Texans get a lead, and then struggle to come back in the rain. You know, they took control of the game. They drove to start the game and, you know, took care of business. But I still think a lot of the issues that existed previously for the Titans are still going to be there against a good team. I'm interested to see what happens against the Steelers, in particular offensively and in particular with the pass protection. Uh, Still give up four sacks to the Jaguars. That's been an issue all season. And I'm I'm as concerned about that as I am anything involving that team right now, including the injuries, because the pass protection has been a problem all year. They haven't fixed it. That's something that when they had Derrick Henry, that was still happening. Now yeah. they don't have him still happening. Uh, no matter who's out there, no matter what they're doing, they have not they have not been able to fix those issues because of mistakes in the starting five. They had the five out there that they want to have out there against the Jaguars, and it still happened. That is alarming, and, and I think you, against Pittsburgh, you go against a team, not a complete team, certainly not as good as the Steelers have been in the past, but a team that can hurt you um, with, with the pass rush, and I think that's going to be a real test uh, for the Titans in a lot of ways. This game will be a test in a lot of ways, but I think more than that, uh, I want to see the pass protection get better. I, I want to see the quarterback be able to throw the ball downfield, the longest the longest pass uh, Ryan Tannehill has completed in the last two games was 24 yards. Uh, in this last game, he had a 24 yard in both games. In this last one, it was a screen to Jeff Swain, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, not a lot of yards. Have time. They need to throw the ball downfield. They need to show the ability to do it. They need to have time to do it. And this offense needs to get more explosive. So there you go. I was the bad cop there. I was the negative <laughs> because no. I still see a lot of negative. <laughs> no, Gentry, I a hundred percent agree with you. And I, I think many of our listeners would uh, agree as well. This pass protection absolutely um, has to get better in continuity. As you mentioned, has been an issue. Roger Saffold, man, it, it's just been a rough go for him. It seems like that line has started to really come together. I mean, we got Nate, uh, the Titans got Nate Davis back in the lineup after, you know, missing a couple games from the, with the concussion, uh, you know, Lawan hasn't had an issue for for weeks now. Kessenberry has been there. Ben Jones has been there. Um, you know, really, the problem I think one of the problems has been Saffold's ability to to finish games. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you you look at this Steelers defensive front, man, you know, T.J. Watt. Uh, Cameron Hayward on the inside. And this is a team that blitzes a ton too. If you remember the Jets game, Gentry, uh, as bad as the Jets are, um, their defense, their defensive front really put uh, the hurt um, on, on, you know, Tannehill and that uh, Titans offensive line. So that is absolutely, I think, the, the number one key for, for Tennessee, making sure that they can protect Tannehill better. And that obviously is connected to uh, being able to push the ball down the field. We heard, you know, this we're recording this on Thursday, Todd Downing and then uh, spoke to today and then Mike Vrabel, um, you know, just the last several days about wanting to get the ball to Julio 
Um, you know, a guy who, who's just kind of now returning, hoping to provide a spark to the offense, and they've wanted to get him the ball down the field. But when Tannehill doesn't have the time to get the ball to him, I mean, that that's an issue. And so um, that is something, you know, I'm kind of looking at. I have been encouraged, though, by uh, the, the run game. It has um, the past couple weeks, I, I want to say, I'm kind of looking at the numbers now, three straight games of over 100 um, you know, the, the committee approach, I, I think they've maybe started to find a, a little bit of a rhythm there apart from the turnovers, um, against new England, right before the buy, I think you've started to see better, um, out of the run game. And then they just got Jeremy McNichols, uh, back. Who's kind of been their third down, uh, specialist, their, their screen master. So, so that's, um, encouraging, um, and then I think that what happens defensively for the Titans is going to be something to watch, too, because Big Ben, you know, he's a tough guy to bring down. You know, we've seen, I think, over the years, we've seen him being able to just drag, you know, outside backers or, or defensive linemen and just kind of able to complete throws through contact. And then just the fact that they, he gets the ball out his out of his hand so quickly and I think that that has the possibility of kind of neutralizing what the Titans want to do um, in the pass rush. So that's kind of puts the onus on like the tackling and, and the guys in coverage um, to, to make sure they're sound. Um, so, um, so yeah, there, there, the, the, I think there are some, some positives here and, and I think, but, but I think the uh, big challenge is, you know, it's kind of a, you know, the second matchup in, in, in December, their second game, in December, going to a tough place to play like Pittsburgh, you know, the elements could be a factor. It's certainly going to be loud. I mean, Heinz Field is one of the toughest places um, to, to play in the NFL. I think this could certainly have the feel of a playoff type of game, even though the t- the Steelers haven't been the team um, they have been a, a, of years past. But I, I think for a December matchup, I, I think this could be a low-scoring uh, game where, where the Titans defense is going to probably need to to step up big uh, again, even if the pass rush uh, may not always be able to get home. You know, look, here's here's the deal. I, I don't know how much we're going to be able to tell about the Titans here in the next few weeks. I don't know how much we've been able to tell about the Titans for the last month. Th- this isn't right now. The team they have is not the team they're hoping to have, obviously, in the playoffs. So I, I think this is a yeah. team that week to week now is struggling to stay afloat uh, to keep the division, which I think they will, uh, to keep this. Maybe they're playing for seeding. At this point, I've been asked a lot about their chances for the one seed in the AFC. And, you know, you got the Patriots and you got some other teams. It's basically like the, the Patriots and Colts play Saturday night. If you're a Titans fan, who do you cheer for? I, I think – I think it's here for the Patriots to go ahead and lock up the division so you don't have pressure on you each week. You know, you yeah. at least know you're in the playoffs and you're a top four seed and you're going to host a game, period. Um, but I think I don't think they're going to get the one seed. I would be surprised about that because they're just not very good right now. They're they're not mm-hmm. healthy enough to be very good right now. Uh, they they just beat up on a bad team. They're about to play a, a, a good bit better, a team that's a good bit better. And, and a, the next few weeks are going to play teams that are a good bit better. And I, I think – Again, this could be ugly at times. I, I don't think it's going to be what the, the Titans are just trying to get through. They're just trying to get through these next few weeks, get their guys back healthy, most notably Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown, to really have a chance. Because 
Um, you know, I got asked this week as well. Do you think the Titans have a chance to make a playoff run with Dontrell Hilliard, Dante, Dante Foreman, and Jeremy McNichols filling in for Derrick Henry? And the answer is no, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. I, that's not yeah. a knock on those guys. There's only one Derrick Henry in the NFL, and the Titans just happen to build their entire offense, if not their entire strategy as a team, around the one player that they got hurt. And they have that offense has stunk without him. And I, I, you hate to say it hasn't stunk every single play, but for the most part, offensively, they are nowhere near where they were without Derrick Henry. It has not helped to have A.J. Brown. It hasn't helped to not have Julio. If you get all those guys back out there, you have a chance. And I think with the way – now, the upside to that is I think with the way the Titans have been playing defensively, if they get right on offense, if they get all their guys back, Derrick Henry's healthy enough to to be what he was, the passing game returns with with – AJ and Julio out there, which I think is a necessity for that. Then the defense is a lot better. You know, we kind of mm-hmm. entered this season saying a lot of this was going to hinge on how much the defense improves. Defense has improved. They have. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's There's no the question about that. Say. No. Yeah. It's the best thing you can say about the Titans this season. So, so if they get right on offense, there actually is a chance to make a little bit of a run here. But still, Ben, you just feel like so much of what is going to happen this team is out of to this team is out of their control because it has to do with guys healing up most notably a guy with a broken foot yeah and 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 kind of to your note about health i mean i think that's why that's one reason you you want the number one c2 is because you you get that buy from from the wild card you don't play till the divisional round and you you give you know derrick henry an extra week to kind of get right but yeah if, if you're the titans i mean you I, you you just need to get the the playoff spot clinched i mean and, and that's kind of just my experience covering the nfl i mean teams want to lock up the division they want to get in the playoffs first and foremost they're not looking too far ahead of themselves um so so yeah it, it's going to be kind of you know interesting to see how how they kind of respond the, these next couple weeks someone i wanted to touch on just real quick um, but before we move on, Gentry is Bud Dupree. How much of an imp- we, we we've addressed it, right? This defense has been, you know, kind of the story for the Titans this season. Much improved. H- how much of an impact do you think Bud Dupree, or what what impact do, should he have on this team? Maybe moving forward the, the next the, the next few weeks. From from the videos I've seen, from being out there at, at practice today. Man, he he looks really, really good. Um, and and I think you know he he's obviously on IR because of the abdominal injury he suffered a- against the Saints. But with those three, I mean that 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 had to help his knee as well, right? I mean it was something that the torn ACL, something he acknowledged that he came back too soon from. He at least in the practice setting so far, he's looked good. I um, was curious just kind of what you thought kind of his impact could be. Yeah, um, I thought so, too, seeing him out there. He did look pretty good. Um, he was moving around well, change of direction, all the good. Uh, he looked better than he did before he set out for this late, latest injury that wasn't his knee. You know, yeah. I, I agree. I think it helped him to get his knee some time. And, and you know, look, Bud Dupree, a little bit like Julio, to me, is a guy, look, he's been dealing with something all year. And you can tell. But when he has been on the field, he's been productive. It's just a matter of getting him on the field. 
Uh, I think that the Titans have been, and much like Julio, I think the Titans have been pretty smart with Bud. I, I think they, when he does come back, you're going to see him. And I, it, from what I can tell this week, I think he'll be back. I'd be surprised if he isn't. And you know he'd like to play against the Steelers. And, and yeah, yeah. I, I think he'll be, he'll be out there on third down. I think he'll be out there to rush the passer. I don't know if you'll see him on uh, first down or trying to in run situations, but I think in pat, clear passing situations, I think they'll bring him out there. And uh, I think he'll make some plays. I, I think he'll make an impact. One of the things that I, that I believe all season has been kind of underrated about this defense's improvement has been Dupree, even though his own stats haven't been what you would maybe expect or demand from a guy making the kind of money that he is, he has helped Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, and Harold Landry immensely. I do believe that. I believe defensively that that front is a lot better when he's been a part of it. And and I think he's the kind of guy that when he's out there, the defense needs to know it. Or the offense needs to know where he's at. They need to know he he is somebody that scares a protect the offense to where they have to figure out where he is in protection and not let him beat you. Because Bud can change a game if he gets back there. He has that kind of ability. And and I think that has freed up some things defensively, especially for Harold Landry. So I, I, I think just getting him out there, much like Julio, is important more than anything for how other teams are. It's going to affect how other teams play the Titans just to have him out there. But I think, you know, as, as Bud, as Dupree gets more and more comfortable, he could really make an impact going into the playoffs. He He's the kind of guy that... You know, he hadn't been quite right this year, but he hadn't looked terrible. He's looked pretty yeah. good. He's he's looked good enough. And if he gets some of that explosion and confidence in his knee, which you would expect would happen here late in the year, you know, look, man, I'm sounding negative here, but there's a lot of these guys on this team right now that if they get back healthy, it's all it could all happen right about that last week of the season mm-hmm. going into the playoffs. There's a lot of guys mm-hmm. on this team like this. And you, you, if it all comes together like they're hoping, they could be pretty scary. They could be as yeah. good as they've been all year when it matters the most. You yeah. could see it. And a guy like Bud Dupree, I think, is a big part of that. I, I 100% agree. And I, I think when, when, when the Titans signed uh, Bud as well and when they traded for Julio, this was what they envisioned, right, for helping them down the stretch in the playoffs to get them over the hump. And because they traded for Julio, knowing the hamstring issues he had last season, um, they signed Bud to that big money deal, knowing he was coming off a torn ACL. But the hope being that down the stretch of the season, December, January, when the games matter the most, um, that they'll deliver. And 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 just based on kind of the trajectory, it's looking like it can you know p- sort of pan out that way. And then with, with Derek coming back. Um, you know, maybe in a, a few weeks, AJ slated to come back. Man, it's going to be an exciting team to to watch um, in January. Um, I didn't really have anything else, Gentry. Um, I, I guess maybe I was kind of curious as to who, what you were feeling uh, for for the Titans in terms of this game in Pittsburgh. You think this is one they can? Uh, maybe not like a full on prediction. I, I guess predictions are always kind of kind of hard, but kind of what your gauge is of the Titans for this specific game in, in Pittsburgh. I'm kind of thinking, you know, real defensive showdown again. Um, but, um, but yeah, that, that's kind of the direction I, I would lean. I, I think the Titans can, uh, 
I think Bud will play, and I think he'll, he'll kind of play a factor in them, um, you know, in Heinz Field. I was wondering what you thought. It's 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 a tough it's a tough call. I think going into this game, just because look, the Steelers are, aren't very good. If you look at some of their results over the course of the season, it, it seems like when they win a game, they barely win a game, and when they lose, it can get away from them. And it, it's happened, you know. They you lose forty one to ten in Cincinnati. Most Pittsburgh teams aren't doing that. Um, you know they 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 kind of let one get away. You know they, against Minnesota they they didn't they weren't embarrassed, but they were beaten in a game. That, that was the Chase Claypool one, right, where he celebrated the first down and wasted like twenty seconds. I think that was that game, right? Yeah, it, it's yeah. you know, and that going into it, that was a game I kind of expected the Steelers to play pretty well, and and it yeah. it you know that was an that was a really important game for their season, and they, you know, they lose that, and so this is going to be a desperate team the Titans are playing, and and I, I think I'll say this, I, I'm not expecting the Titans to win this game, but if they do, I think it's a big deal for this team that it, it'll show. Okay, they took some steps in the right direction last week to kind of get the momentum back, to kind of be closer to what we'd seen them be at at one point, and then it just kind of got away from them there right before the bye week. It was important to come back and get a win and get you know just get their confidence back. If they're able to do it again, then I think that's that speaks very well for the kind of how it's going to set up here for the rest of the season. It also, and they'll know going into this game, it also could clinch the AFC South. If, exactly. If the, Colts, if the Colts were to lose and they're able to win this game. So if you go into the last three weeks of the season knowing you already have the division wrapped up, that's pretty good stuff for a team that's trying to get healthy. Absolutely. And, and they'll never say this, but I could see them taking it easy with some of their top guys there in some of those games, especially maybe the 49ers on a short week. Games like that. Uh, it would be nice, I think, for the Titans if they didn't go into those saying, God, we just have to win this game. Um, so I think it's an important game for the Titans. I think it's a more important game for the Steelers. And when you get to this time of year, you tend to lean more to the more desperate teams. But, you know, these aren't the Steelers we've seen in the past. I think we're kind of conditioned to when you see a game at Heinz Field in December, you're kind of like, oh, okay, that – that's going to be tough, and I'm not sure how tough this one's going to be. I think it's a winnable game for the Titans, but I think it's a more important game for the Steelers. Sure. So I guess that, uh, so that'll probably do it. Um, first, I wanted to tell you a little about uh, a new sports app we've launched here as part of our USA Today family. USA Today Sports Plus is the new sports app that puts the fans first. Get the latest scores, stats, and standings. Enjoy interactive experiences with our award-winning sports writers. Download USA Today Sports Plus from the Apple or Google Play stores. Do that today. USA Today Sports Plus, fan harder. And so, Ben, you have anything else here? We 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 were gonna we were gonna talk about Urban Meyer, but like. What else is there to say about that? Um, yeah, there's a there isn't really much to say. I think that that isn't already out there. I mean, everyone kind of saw what happened. Just it was just one step after another that was just, or I should say, one story after the other. That and I think this this kind of firing was just a culmination of of everything. It started, I think, when uh, Urban wanted to hire. 
uh, his his buddy, the the former strength coach at Iowa, who was a- accused of um, what was it, racist um, language, language, something oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that of that weird. sort. I think I believe that was how it started, and then it ends yeah, with then he brings allegations in from. And- yeah, the team hates that. And it, yep, and then just... alle- and then it ends with allegations from fo- from a former Jaguars kicker that um, Urban Meyer kicked him, and and obviously everything in in between with the management of James Robinson and and the situation with the woman at at the bar who wasn't his wife. It was just one thing after the other, and Gentry really the the really telling thing to me is. Just the fact that this news broke at like midnight when, you know, everyone is is like asleep. Like if you're if you have to fire someone like at midnight and, and like not wait until the morning or at a you know more suitable time, I, I guess I think that really says a lot about kind of where where the Jags uh, were at, where, where their owner, Shad Khan, was at just in terms of. Uh, kind of the perception of, of where that franchise is at and, and everything. And so, so yeah, gone after what, 10, 11 months, couldn't even get through a full season, just 13 games. I mean, that just a disaster um, from the start. I think a lot of people weren't quite sure um, that it would work, but I don't think anyone really anticipated how badly uh, it, it would all go down. So yeah, that's what I would say. I, I didn't think it was going to work just because that's a guy who truly couldn't physically tolerate losing. Like it, he he allowed it allowed he actually had genuine physical like health problems as a result of losing games. So I didn't think he could stand losing, and you know maybe he couldn't. Maybe this weird all the weirdness stemmed from that. I, I don't know. Um, but Urban Meyer, as I wrote, was not fired for losing games. He was fired for losing his mind. And I just think that was made it, you know, everybody wants to say that college coaches don't fare well in the NFL and, and, and vice versa, really. And, and there is, there is a lot of, uh, proof of that historically, but this was not a normal situation. Let's not confuse this with any other coach. This was Urban Meyer's situation, and it was a behavioral thing with him. And and I mean, I I don't know. I, I think this. I, all I'll say is that the thirty for thirty on this is going to be. Uh, yeah, I was I was going to tweet that. Yeah, the the the, <laughs> the thirty for thirty is going to be crazy lit because that that's going to be that's going to be fun one to watch. All right. Well, that'll that'll do it for this edition of Talking Titans. We hope you'll subscribe to. Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Ben Arthur, I'm Gentry Estes. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean.